with that. <laughs> Why you want to oh, hear already in this? IBS. You said you're ready to oh. go. <laughs> oh, I'm always ready to go. Are we doing an intro on this bad, Larry? Do you want an intro? Yeah. Start that song again. Oh yes. <laughs> hey, Pepto Bismol. Welcome to Just the Tip, a fantasy football podcast with your tippers, Matt. Just bad. These are just our tips. So take them easy, take them hard. It's up to you. Right, the tagless Haynes. Most bizarre Haynes brief I've that, that there's ever been. And Matt, hi, or Regan. Yeah, I hear you, and I definitely would take the shot on it because he'd be dumb not to. Coming to you from the heart of New England, get ready to take some tips. You guys notice something a little different here? I'm on the top left. <laughs> this is nice. All right, and boys. I am on the bottom. Look at that. Yeah. What's I love having Mac on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, did, never mind. Oh. That's going to turn around on me. Anyways. (laughs) All right. Welcome back, Takers. Uh, This is Just a Tip (laughs) Fantasy Football Podcast. It is the night of July 28th, 2022, if you were wondering. Um, I am the great IR Regan, and I'm bringing you my Boulder Than Boulder predictions today. So a little different. Um, Obviously, Mac, I hope you guys have already seen it. He's given you his bold predictions. Please go back and look at that. his pathetic Pats uh, prediction. <laughs> he need, Everyone needs to see that. It's laughable, especially about the news today that they are looking great. Um, but Because they have a crappy defense. <laughs> Actually, it was the defense that looked good. That's the problem. Oh, the I saw finished. It was bad. I saw Parker make a nice touchdown. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, the back of the end zone corner. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, but anyways, I'm going to give you my bolder predictions, uh, and please be sure and stay uh, stay tuned for Ryan's in the near future. Probably going to be the best out of all all three of us, you know, because we took all the good ones. So they're going to be aggressive. Oh yeah, Andy's really good. Anyways, this guy's going to do drops the whole time. I like it because it gives me a breath. Um. Here we go. All right. So you guys can see my beautiful face, obviously, on YouTube. Uh, Listen to us there. See us there. Also, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon podcast. Uh, This is where you'll find all these bold predictions. Um, And please comment, share. And I can't stress that enough. Send it to all your friends. Share our tips. It's um, it's really nice when we get to actually see people enjoying our content. And it makes us want to do it more than, you know. So anyways, boys, Mac, this fat bitch, you see him at the bottom of the screen. How does it feel? You haven't not talked in a long time. I know. The, the most silent I've been, like two minutes. It's crazy. This is wild. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. And obviously the the tagless, uh, tagless Haynes to my, uh, I don't know what it's going to show up on, but my right or let my left. The first yeah, what's up, episode, buddy? The first of a hundred or so, according to Mac, episodes yeah. that we've had with a new host. This is fantastic. I'm all for it. You know what? Those I'm numbers. gonna have to count that and I'll <laughs> let you guys know. You're saying you didn't count it in the first place. Smooth buddy. All part, all part figure. Uh, anyways, let's just get into it. I'm not gonna keep you guys. Except this is gonna take a little while. You wanna get it on? You better clear your schedule. 
All right, so <laughs> Regan's Boulder predictions. These are five Boulder predictions um, that you. I'm hoping, I'm guessing you haven't seen anywhere else. So let's really get into it. My number five guys, Hunter Renfro. Renfro, wow, that's starting off awesome. Will be a top 25 wide receiver this year. He is now ranked at 41. Last year, wide receiver 10 on the year in PPR, 103 catches and nine touchdowns. Obviously, you're going to see something a little bit different in the uh, – well, probably standing right next to him, and that would be uh, Devontae Adams. And, you know, Waller will be back probably as well. <laughs> you know, I the thing is, the touchdowns, nine touchdowns, that's a lot, and they're definitely going to come down, especially with, you know, Waller and Adams there. They're both great in the red zone, and Carr is definitely going to take advantage of them in the end zone. But the catches, guys, I still think he's there. We all know Josh McDaniels is now the coach there. He's obviously going to have his foot in the offense. And we know how much they love um, using the other wide receivers or the smaller wide receivers, the slot wide receivers. We've seen that happen with Edelman, Jacoby Myers of, of recent. Jacoby Myers last year, guys, 126 targets, wide receiver 29. I believe Hunter Renfro is definitely a better and more established wide receiver at this point in, in their careers. And to tell, tell me that Hunter Renfro can't get 126 targets. I think that's laughable. And I think he's going to easily get over hundred, no matter what. Um, so last year at 128, I, I think he's going to be a steal for like a wide receiver three. You get him in the eighth or ninth round. Obviously the numbers might've changed uh, since I've wrote, written this, but you're getting him late as your wide receiver three. You're getting 100 targets. He's a wide receiver uh, steal for PPR. And at a wide, he's wide, you're drafting me at 41. You're telling me he can't move up a little bit with over 100 targets. These guys are going to be all over Devontae Adams. Waller can never stay on the field. Uh, Renfro, guys, is there. Ryan, I'll start off with you. You're going to be the first guy um, I pick on. Can Renfro get 100 targets? Do you see that as plausible at all? Oh, without without a doubt. I be, we've already talked about this in the past. This yeah. team is going to have to pass the ball. They're going to get into shootouts, especially in divisional matchups. Like plenty of targets to go around. Derek Carr already has an established relationship with Hunter Renfro. I mean, you hit all those points too. They like to throw the slot like easily a hundred targets. And and my question here reeks to you is like, we'll have to go back and look at this. How many wide receivers have finished in the top 10 in fantasy? And then the next year have been preseason ADP 41. <laughs> 31 spot difference. That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. wild. You never see that. And all just because they added Adams. I, I, they're going to throw the ball way more this year. Uh, Carr has something to prove. Justin McDaniels has something to prove. The, he, we've seen him be a head coach before, and it absolutely – him, him absolutely fall on his face. It's been horrible, especially uh, obviously with Denver. And he he's there to prove himself. He's there to make something of this offense. We see all the talent around them. They just never been able to put it together with Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr. Uh, I think this is the year that they actually do it. Uh, Mac, you agree with the um, you know Josh McDaniels effect? Will this uh, have the effect? I believe so. I uh, am on the record saying that I think Waller is going to take the biggest hit because they like that slot wide receiver in Renfro. And he's definitely better than Myers because he scores touchdowns. He's actually a threat in the red zone. Yeah. Uh, so I like Renfro <laughs> a lot. And I don't think your prediction's bold enough. 
Oh, you think it's going to be higher? 25? Why not just say 24? <laughs> I could have easily said that. You could <laughs> have. A number. But I could, I could see him getting above 20. I, honestly, I could. I just, I was like 41. I was like, there's no way this guy doesn't finish out. Looking uh, at all inside. the names. Yeah. Looking at all the names, though, I'm like, eh. There's going to be a lot of disappointed people. Amari Cooper's not beating him out, and he's getting drafted ahead of him. I don't think Michael Thomas will. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I, have one, I have one last point here. So we're talking about like the nine touchdowns that Renfro had and how that, that could go down because of Adams, because of Waller. But the Raiders were 18th in points scored last year. I don't think that's going to happen again. There should be more red zone opportunities for these guys. There will be more touchdowns. So maybe he doesn't reach nine, but maybe he gets six or seven. And then he also gets 90 catches or 85 catches or whatever that might be. And he's still, like you said, in that wide receiver two territory with high upside. Yeah. Positive exactly. regression. Literally the numbers you just said, uh, this is the last point I'm going to make. My uh, Jacoby Myers last year, 126 targets. He had one touchdown and finished wide receiver 29. He could have 126 start, uh, touchdowns, five touchdowns, and he's going to be easily like wide receiver 18. So, love it. 120 Done. targets. Yeah. yeah. I got gotcha. you. I said it like I know. Just Anyways. I just wanted to help you out. You're doing Number perfect. Four. Number four, before you correct me once again, I'm sure there'll be more. Um, this year will be the comeback year for running backs. And I say this because of Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. They will both finish in the top five this year. Yes, Riggs. Right. He's on Barkley. board, baby. <laughs> All right. We've, uh, we've obviously talked about Christian McCaffrey and the talent, and we Mac said it our last podcast. He, he's taking him at 101 if he can. I think Ryan pretty much agreed. Saquon Barkley is the scary one, and you're getting him late second round, and there's so much like uh, nervousness to his name. Uh, everyone's nervous to draft him. Uh, what is it? Christian McCaffrey's played seven games fin last year, finished 38th. Saquon Barkley played 13, finished 30th. Not the best. Josh McDaniels was out a little bit. I mean, Josh, uh, Daniel Jones, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to talk about Christian McCaffrey real quick. We really don't need to talk about him too much. I think that's like, I think we, we're now getting into the point where he is definitely a top five, top 10 running back. But he's played two, uh, 10 games in the past two seasons, but he's averaged 26 uh, fantasy points when healthy in 2021. So those are those seven games. Um, the team is all about him in OTAs, meaning they are taking all the extra work off of him as much as possible. He's not, he's already been announced that he's not playing in any preseason games. OTAs, he's limited practices. He's taking his time. They really want to protect him and they want him for their team moving forward. Um, and I think that's the smartest thing they can do. Um, and I wrote, I wrote, I wrote this, honestly, I wrote this about a, a week ago and I was already saying I'm taking him at one Oh one simple enough. Christian McCaffrey. That was my note in here. So it's already been established. So let's get into Saquon Barkley, guys. He's the questionable one that makes this a bolder than bold prediction, I believe. He's played 13 games last year, and he finished as the RB 30th. As I said, uh, <laughs> it's simple enough as he plays for the Giants, and it's just a shit organization the past couple of years. Uh, I'm guessing you guys would agree. <laughs> the shaking of heads is definitely a couple like 10, 10 yeah. years. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, um, obviously the coaches have changed. So they got uh, the new coaches, new upgraded line. They drafted two, uh, believe they're both tackles. Um, that's a huge help for Markley and Daniel Jones, who they're looking to actually, you know, let loose this year. Daniel Jones last year, um, well, Barkley with Daniel Jones under center, um, averaged 16 pan, uh, fantasy points per game. And that was good enough for RB10 last season. If when, you know, Daniel Jones was actually in the game with Barkley. So RB10 right there. Um, now you're telling me he has a better line. Um, he definitely was hampered with injuries last year, probably during some of those games he had Daniel Jones. So he's probably going to be a little bit better. If he was RB10 with Daniel Jones, not healthy. I think he can easily be a top five with Daniel Jones, with two new linemen, with a new coach, and healthy, easily top five. I'm going to go to Mac this time. I think you agree with me, Christian McCaffrey. Saquon mm -hmm. Barkley. No. Whoa. Right out no. of the bat? Like, no. So tell me, are you taking him at in the late second round? Eight, end of the second? Yeah. Um, I'm fine with that, but uh, no, I don't think he can finish top five. I just don't think this offense will be able to make that type of jump to support a player who hasn't had that history of the points per game like Christian McCaffrey has proven when he is healthy and out on the field, he can. Mm -hmm. What was Barkley's points per game last year? Do we know? It was 16 when Daniel Jones was yeah. uh, playing with him. Right. Okay. So... Yes, you got you got a guard and a tackle uh, last year in your draft. That's going to help Evan Neal as the tackle, their big one. But yeah, I just I don't see them. And Brian Dayball didn't really use his running backs, and we've had this discussion before. He didn't have the talent of Saquon Barkley. I get that, but I just I don't see it. Ryan, can you help me persuade him at all? This guy's the yeah. Worst. You know, I'm not sure if I buy if I'm totally buying the Brian Dable story the, that that narrative because he didn't he you're right he didn't have a Saquon Barkley and a Devin Singletary mm -hmm. and a Zach Moss and and both of those guys at times were certainly I mean Devin Singletary right now you can still insert in your lineup on a regular basis and and get a fair amount of value for him so I think Barkley. I, I I'm I'm with you, Reeves, dude. I'm with you. I think he he's got top five potential. You nailed it. 16 points per game last year. Daniel Jones under center, top ten, and that's with a very dysfunctional organization, dysfunctional coaching staff. Like there's going to be more stability, yeah. better O line, more uh, healthy wide receiver weapons, uh, and maybe maybe according to you, Reeves, maybe a better quarterback. We'll find out. I think I'm excited. About <laughs> Anyways. All right. Well, we didn't we didn't sell it to Mac, but you know, then I'm you should be taking him in the first round. I'm not taking him in the first round just because I love the ADP. I will definitely reach it on him. You know, early second round though. If I can get him in the second round, I'm happy anywhere. So if you're right at the turn, you're you would take him. Yeah, between him and uh, Aaron Jones, because Aaron Jones is going second round, so I like them two there. Gotcha. So that's kind of that's kind of where. Um, well, who do I really want? But this is what I'm liking. Bold prediction. Put your tip on the line. I like yeah. it. Ah, uh, that sounds painful. All right, number three, boys. Um, Mac wins two fantasy leagues in 2022. 
<laughs> or you guys can weigh this out. Or Jamar Chase finishes outside the top ten. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you get the two fantasy leagues that you supposed I got to win? That. I got that. Okay, one, yeah. all right. I'm not seeing max stats in the doc here. I don't know what the evidence is. <laughs> I couldn't find any. To go. <laughs> it's gonna say, hopefully, I win twenty. Enough. If I win twenty percent of my leagues, <laughs> okay. Uh, so up that is bold. See, I was I was gonna keep this low. I'm going. I'm gonna bring it up to bolder than bold because I really Do start it. off with Jamar Chase will finish outside the top ten of wide receivers. Wow. But I'm gonna add on to it. T. Higgins finishes ahead of him. What? What are you smoking? Simple enough. Let's get into the facts right here. Jamar Chase finished last year as wide receiver five in PPR. Awesome. Great year. Great rookie year. Guy killed it. Um, so so much for not being able to see the freaking ball, you loser. There's no He's white stripes. Such a liar. Anyways, I will never draft him just because of that one statement. Um <laughs> He finished second in, in touchdowns, only behind Cooper Cup with 13. So he was way up there on there, on that. Um, he finished second in yards per route, only behind Debo Samuel. Also another, both of them were both fantasy studs last year. Uh, but he finished with the 17th most targets at 128. We just talked about Cooper, I mean, uh, Renfro having 128. So he's right there. Uh, 18th in receptions. He only caught 81 of those 128 passes. You're really, it's really the touchdowns that shot him up above everyone. The targets and catches is really nothing. And the, how many times do we see him? I'm pretty sure. I know his longest was an 82-yard reception for a touchdown. But he just – it was the boom plays. It's the like the Tyree Kill type of fantasy value that kills me. Where yes, he does finish well pretty much every week, but there's those like bust weeks that I just get pissed off about, and I get nervous about drafting him because I'm all about consistency, consistency, especially with you know stud wide receivers. So let's take a look at T. Higgins. He he did miss three games last year. T. Higgins, that is, Higgins caught uh, caught 74 catches on 110 targets. That's only seven catches less than um. Chase and 18 less targets. So in three games, I think he could easily make some of that up, at least the catches. Higgins was wide receiver 24 last year, but he was on pace for wide receiver nine uh, if he didn't miss any games. So, you know, that leads me to believe that Chase probably got his targets during that time. And that's why he got shot up to wide receiver five. I think they were a little bit more balanced out than we both or all of us think. Uh, I, I think the general population just thinks Chase was amazing because we saw all these crazy plays. But what we didn't see is T. Higgins actually killing it right behind him. Uh, definitely the, the touchdowns. I actually don't have that written down. so we could look that up. But uh, T. Higgins was definitely behind him in touchdowns. I think he had like five. Um, but I don't see Jamar Chase getting 13 again. Just like Cooper Cup, I don't see him getting – I think he had 14. I don't see them averaging that out in two years. So, Mac. Yes. Looking at you, buddy. Yes. Because I couldn't sell you on Barkley. Can I sell you on Higgins at least being in the top 10? 
we we had to look at stuff like for for Chase. This is like the more of the superstition stuff, but sophomore slumps. Um, yep. The per- percentages of teams getting to the Super Bowl the year after is like thirty five percent or something something crazy, or that even might be playoffs. Getting back to the playoffs is like getting back. Yep. Yeah, it's something wild. So you got to think about the teams actually figuring him out. The sophomore slump is a real thing. This does happen. Sometimes it doesn't happen to studs. Chase could be that kind of guy. I'm not saying this isn't isn't going to happen. I'm not saying I'm not taking him in the first round. But I am worried about this, and I, I really like Higgins' value compared to Chase. I'm taking Higgins over Chase all day. Obviously, you're getting Higgins in, like, the third round, so you can't beat that value. Mm-hmm. So I uh, agree with you. Yeah, I agree what? with you. I think that this uh, right, I think the Bengals are not making the playoffs. I mentioned this during the draft Ooh. when we had Jake on, and he was oh, disappointed. Yeah. I just I think the sophomore slump is going to be real, and I don't think they're going to make it. Um, and T. Higgins, I'm trying to look up the stat, but he had six touchdowns last year versus Chase's 13. But, yeah, you're right. The big boom plays. Now that teams have film on him. I'm guessing they're going to be able to control it better. Uh, the Ravens will not get burned like they were last year. Uh, in two games against the Bengals, they were embarrassed. They boosted up their defense. So uh, he's not going to have those big boom games against the Ravens again. Uh, Higgins was also targeted about two more times than Chase when they were both on the field. So you do have you do have that. Backing you up. Uh, it's really yeah. those touchdowns, though. Yep. A, 13 touchdowns is wild. Yep. Blown For coverages. Rookie. and uh, But he, he's good, man. I just, yeah. Sophomore slump. I I agree. Bold. Oh, yeah. I have I have Devontae Adams and Diggs over him in my rankings. Oh, yeah. It's Harry Kill and Waddle. They got hell even lower. We'll get into that. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Ryan. Yeah, Ryan, anything on this? Yeah, I mean, I don't don't know if I'm totally buying that Jamar Chase is going to have this sophomore slump that you guys are talking about. Uh, I know that, Reese, that you said, like, you still pick him in the first round, but look at this Bengals offense. Much improved O-line. Joe Burrow, another year. He's going to be healthy. Like, I... I, I don't I don't know. I do think that there is a world where T. Higgins can can outperform Jamar Chase or at least jump him in PPR formats. But I still think Chase is easily a top ten wide receiver this year. Oh, so Higgins is going to be over, uh, inside the top ten. I like it. Could be. <laughs> could be. Could be. Very. Uh, no, Chase could yeah, be a top uh, ten as well. Everyone could be a top ten. Darnell Mooney could guy. be top ten. All right. Well, no, Higgins, stop. <laughs> this guy. I hate your face. All right. Simple enough. Higgins better than Jamar Chase. Max said it. That, uh, <laughs> I was more on the side that Chase will slump, not that Higgins will do better. Oh, I just oh, think oh, the right, whole t- right. I think the whole team's gonna slump for the record. If anybody's Agreed. listening. Agreed. I hope so. They're looking at me talk this whole time. Do we I have know. the most viewers ever. We you probably know. do. You're killing it. If you guys be careful too, my mom's probably gonna download this. I didn't I didn't tell her yet, but I'm gonna tell her that I'm gonna was uh you know 
Hey, Mrs. Regan. I, I How you <laughs> Anyways. All right. Number two, guys. My number two bold position. Call me. If you have... <laughs> I hope she doesn't have a number. Uh, Cam <laughs> oh, Akers. Text all the time. The... <laughs> God. I'm Cam sorry. Cam Akers is this year's James Conner. Oh, God. Oh, okay. <laughs> I need this broadcast. Get out of here. The almighty has spoken. Yeah. And James Conner was my man last year, and I drafted him everywhere. Oh, no. And I think I'm going to be doing the same thing with James Conner. He's literally Cam the guy Akers, that no right? one wants to. Cam Akers is the guy that mm-hmm. no one wants to draft but should. Uh, in Sean McVay's offense, he always has a consistent one running back. He does not switch back and forth. We saw it a little bit last year, and that's because of just injuries. So, And, and then we saw the, the work that Cam Akers got back instantly. Um, coming back from his injury, which was a little bit early, but I, I, I'm happy to see that because we were talking about um, Chris Godwin earlier in our last podcast. Um, was it the South breakdown? He's going to come back. He's going to be a little. He's going to be a little nervous to play. He's going to be, you know, he's. It's going to be in his head that his injury is still there. Cam Akers, I feel like he kind of probably got out of that bug. Last year, he ran pretty hard, didn't have much to show for it. But on average, the backs for um, the Rams, 20 plus touches per game on an explosive explosion, explosive, explosive offense. Um, you, you you have to want that. This is exact the exact same thing we drafted CEH for Mac, except this guy actually has talent. <laughs> Needless to say. <laughs> Um, so, like I said, it, it wasn't the best thing to um, to happen to him uh, when he came back. And he, his yards per carry, I think, were 2.6. It, it was not good. It was not good at all. But he was getting the lone carries, and this is what this offense does. I want those carries 20-plus during blowouts, whatever. The guy's going to be killing it. it the, the carries are there. And when I was thinking about doing this prediction, because I, I kind of came up with the concept first, and I was like, what running back could be the next James Conner? And I thought of Rashad Penny, Travis Etienne. Um, these guys both had a lot of hype coming into the like you know last year. Rashad Penny actually did some. Travis Etienne, obviously a rookie last year, but still had a lot of hype. Has more hype going in this year as well. But their team's just... They suck. They he's they're not going to have the opportunities like Cam Akers is going to have. They're not going to have the goal line carries that Cam Akers is going to have. His fantasy floor is so much higher than some of these other guys in the same boat as him. Uh, I studied the. Uh, you are speaking the truth today, my man. This is yeah. fantastic. We are on I'm the same you. page. We're going to be drafting the same teams. That's Love not it. good. <laughs> We're in like two <laughs> leagues together. <laughs> Um, so I studied that, uh, uh, I study on pro fantasy focus, uh, in 2018 showed that 35% of top 12 running backs that finished in the top 12 the next year, uh, there was only four. So 12 of the top 12 from the year before, only four of them finished in the top 12. I mean, in the top. So one quarter of last year's (laughs) top 12 running backs should finish in the top 12 again. Yeah, I'm horrible with percentages. Yeah, correct. Okay. And correct. that was that wasn't percent anyway. Um, 
Oh, I said 35%. I got you. (laughs) This means that there will be eight new top 12 running backs. Thank you. Eight eight and a half. Math is hard. What I'm saying is there's plenty of room for Cam Akers to get into that top 12. Oh, man. No. Not happening. He can do it, man. He can Not do happening. Pass-first right, offense that, no. Uh, 20 carries in a pass-first offense matter. is wild still, Mac. 20 carries. This is a the t- not ongoing thing. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, pass-first offense. The Arizona Cardinals, pass-first offense. Both of those running backs landed in the top 12 last year. Mm-hmm. All right, so who are we taking out? Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler. Stop me when you're going to... Say, take him out. Injuries, Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook, Najee Joe Harris, Mixon, out. DeAndre Swift. Cook out. Okay. Swift uh, injured. Uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, the problem is we can't predict it, but it happens. It happens okay. every year. It, it's wild. Uh, there's other studies on this, but this is just one that I saw that was actually like posted um, mm-hmm. this year. But it's sim- simple enough. Like, like I had help explaining, there's eight spots that are probably going to be vacant in the top 12 this year. And you're getting K-Makers in the fourth round for necessarily a top 12 running back, or at least top 12 running back potential. There's six spots because McCaffrey and Barkley already has one, one in five. So <laughs> you only have six spots now. For eight valid years. point, my friend. Valid point. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they could. No, that's not true. Cause four get in <laughs> anyways, you're being a jerk. Uh, Mac, I haven't sold you again, huh? No, I'm out on cam acres. The whole running. So what's, random... what worries? So you were saying 20 carries per game for one running back plus. or the whole running back the, field. Their offense only uses one running back. So that mm-hmm. one, the one main running back averages over 20 carries a game. Last year, last year it seems like it was a bit. It, it Henderson, was, so and on Sony a per, Michelle. I'm sorry. Go on ahead. a per game basis, it was mm-hmm. 20 carries for one single running back. During the end, came, with Cam Makers hurt, they got Sony Michelle. Yeah, the um, playoff run was exactly. an anomaly. I get that. Uh, so on a per game basis, it's 20 carries per running back, and this has been throughout Sean McVay's coaching experience. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. I don't think so. His explosiveness isn't there yet, from what we saw. But he was coming back see, from that injury, so we got to see it this year. The problem is, uh, Mac. I, I when I read it first, I totally agree with you because Kim Akers has proven nothing yet. He's literally proven nothing yet in his NFL career. It's that being said, tough to be able to come back in the same year. That was impressive. That's what I'm saying, and that it's getting all those jitters out of his system. That's that's how I thought of it. So next year, I feel like he's going to start with a clean slate and be good to go, okay. uh, and you know, head down, head forward. So uh, with a uh, explosive offense and having that many carries, you know, it's the same thing with like Joe Mixon we had last year. Like, oh great, Joe Mixon, and he's like, mm-hmm. he's okay. We draft him every year, and the guy was like running back six. So Josh Jacobs, Josh running back twelve, Josh. baby. Running back no. 12 last year. No. So will he get and bumped? And back 11 the year before. <laughs> yeah, but then now he, he wants he other might... backs to get work. He's he asking might get them. bumped. I'm just saying he's one of those guys that nobody drafts because they're oh. like, that's mixing. You mean there's a, there's a spot whatever. for acres. I got gotcha. you. 
It's a spot for Acres. It's coming. All right. So we made I'm it. I'm looking higher on Acres than I am Jacobs this year. That's Ooh, crazy baby. talk there. Look at you, Reed. I have both in my dynasty league, Ryan. You sh- <laughs> we talk too much. <laughs> Regan, you should start a cult. You're so persuasive. Uh, speaking <laughs> of cult, if anybody wants to sign uh, a petition for me to be the original speaker of this podcast, uh, you can throw that away because I've stuttered way too many times. But anyways. You're let's welcome get into to take over. <laughs> All set. <laughs> you see how I turned that? Main oh. host. Check, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, my face looks the best. Uh, Ryan, you're close. But mm-hmm. Max voice just gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys tell I was lying? Yeah. <laughs> Move it on. Right. Oh, no. That's it. <laughs> I had to cough. Well, I talked no, about it. What you, what you cough as host, you're out forever. That's it. Uh, I muted it, bro. <laughs> All right. Mac, are you ready for my number one bolder than bold prediction? Of Probably not. I do. Probably got to quit the show after this. What do we got? Miami has too many mouths to feed, and there's not enough talent throwing to them. Oh, my God. Therefore, Tyreek Hill will finish no better than wide receiver 18, now ranked <laughs> wide receiver 6. <laughs> uh, he laughs. This Why? is happening. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Why? Is there a possibility this could be the uh, the o- OBJ effect? Mac, do you do you uh, disclose that of of not being a possibility? You mean like being you know, shit a wide on? receiver that? Can... No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. <laughs> Regan. <laughs> oh, I forgot she's watching. Yeah, edit oh, that out. Man. This guy, he's not editing it. That's he's problem. into that stuff. For those that didn't know. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, what do you mean by the OBJ effect? The OBJ effect, you know, you complain uh, when you're on a shitty team, or not even a shitty team, a decent team, and then they put you on a shitty team like the Browns. He became the highest paid wide receiver for a minute (laughs) with a big trade, a huge investment. (laughs) Not yet. I'm saying Miami invested in that. They're gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. Got, oh, they're they gonna force like... feed them. They're gonna take a fire hose with targets and just shove it in his mouth and be like, "You are gonna get all the targets." Yeah, yeah I can't wait till the cheetah turns into like the panther. This is gonna be gross. They're not as fast. I mean, by the way, still deadly. Anyway. Anyways, uh... I would have fucked with one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hit us with these points, Reeks. Hit us with these points. All right, all right, all right. So Hill Mac last year career low in yards after the catch, yards per route career low. A A dot dropped to the lowest since its rookie his rookie year. Mm, sounds yards. like you're saying Mahomes sucks. What? That's why they got to the championship and whatnot. I'm saying he's getting slower. And I'm saying he's not as good as he was. And I'm also saying Tua is no Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) No. Oh, who's who's your? Go ahead, Ryan. I want to say I want to say this: the OBJ effect. All the things that Mac is saying, every single person said about Baker Mayfield, right? He's going to force feed him targets. He's going to be a target machine. He's going to be part (laughs) of the game plan. I'm telling you. And what happened? He force fed him. He threw more interceptions than he than he definitely should have. 
And then once OBJ was out, team goes on a run. They win a bunch of games. They make the yep. playoffs. <laughs> oh, crap. I don't want Miami to go to the playoffs. Here's, oh, they will. Here's a, here's a little teaser bull prediction. Devontae Parker is end of season higher ranked than Tyreek Hill. Get the oh hell out of God. here. <laughs> yes. I love this. You guys are embarrassing. Hype oh, train. Dude. Embarrassing yourselves. Yeah, you're embarrassing yourself for being a Miami fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My whole life, I've been an embarrassment. Uh, needless to say, I'll end it with Tyreek Hill. You know he's going to have a couple boom games. That's what he does. But there's just too many miles with Jalen Waddle. And it, it, it's just, there's so many people. And two is just, I don't know. Mac, did you watch any games last Accurate. Year uh yeah, all of them. Waddle was really good. And who's the guy you're keeping in your uh, keeper league? Probably Waddle. Do you think there's enough targets to go between the two? There's going to be. Who else is on you... the on the uh, Dolphins? What else would uh, we just like ask it for targets? Cedric the Entertainer, Cedric Wilson. Ooh, that's a good one. You're no. Very high on him. No, I'm not. <laughs> I just like him. Uh, uh... no, it's it's Waddle and Tyreek Hill. You pick one to cover, please. New England with their slow ass defensive backs, they're not going to be able to cover. Any oh, Miami! I mean, Miami's going to demolish New England. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> That's needless to say. They do every year, at least one game. By far, mm-hmm. it's going to be a blow. That being said, yeah. they the pat the Pats will finish better than Miami this year. The offensive line has gotten so much better. Tua was pressured the thirty first most in the league. No, second most second, in the league. Most. I'm sorry. So, yes. Uh, their offensive line ranked 31st out of the entire league. He's going to have more time, a better offensive play calling. It's more coherent. They're not calling it from up stands to the head coach, and he's dispersing it to another coach, and that coach is calling to another offensive coordinator and be like, all right, what play do we want? All right, now we'll tell Tua. It's going to be quicker. Gonna be high up tempo. They're gonna have their uh, snap percentage. Their offensive plays are gonna be in the top quarter of the league. You gotta have high volume, and so that's how you gotta feed all these mouths. It's gonna be like Dallas. Air that's... raid, baby. Cool, man. <laughs> With that, that's enough Miami talk for. How about hey? They did show. grab Sanu last night. Yeah, I thought that was probably weird. Yeah, yeah. They did. What about Muhammad It's time to end the episode. Yeah, this I was going to say, everybody's <laughs> tuning out now. That's, so that's he, the cue uh, right there. So Tyree Don't Hill will finish no higher than 18th. And wide receiver 18. And what was the hey. other ones? Recap them real Guys, quick. Yeah, we'll start, we'll start from uh, 5 to 1. So number 5, Hunter Renfro will finish as a top 25 wide receiver. Four, uh, this is the comeback uh, running back season uh, for Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. They'll f- both finish in the top five. <laughs> Mack will win two fantasy leagues, or Jamar Chase will finish outside the top ten, and T. Higgins will finish ahead of him. Two, Cam Akers is the James Conner of this year. And lastly, Miami sucks. So does Tyreek Hill. Wow. <laughs> Look. 
Guys, and I had a blast. Respect, one chip. One chip. Fuck. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. Do you have something to say? Are you making fun of Mac? Because you can definitely say that. I, yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, like, between the, the Mac wins, the championship, or, to, or Jamar Chase finishes out of the top, what was it, 10? Top 12? Yeah. I'm definitely going many. Jamar Chase. When's the last time Mac won a championship? Like 2017? Whew. We have to go back. We should actually look at that 20, and not just make assumptions. 20, like 100 20. episodes. 2020, but okay. Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll count them along with the episodes. <laughs> Good idea, buddy. But Regan, when's, I could when's the last you, time uh, you won uh, the League of Extraordinary Men? When's the last time you won that one? Guys, that's my I I donate in that league. <laughs> I write that off as taxes. It's this charity league. Yeah, uh, what are you doing? I win every other league. I won three last year, and pick them. Good for you. That's true. It was a good year. Feels good, guys. Look, Mac, I'm glad great. I got to rest your voice. You know, yeah. I felt something, and then it went away. Uh, I was doing okay. But how do you guys like the bold predictions? Not too shabby. They're bold. I agree with all of them. They're bold. I do not agree with I all of them. I expected Mac to say that. I didn't bold. You're right. Either. You're right. They were unique. I liked how you intertwined them. It's like uh, wrapping up limbs with your mom. Wow, that was a reach. Cool, man. That was. That was oh, like you reaching for a championship that you won't get. <laughs> you can tell it's got like. Uh, Adam. Check, please. See you next Regan, week. good job. Say hi Thanks, to your buddy for me. I would, but I don't live with her anymore. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.